Hello world, I'm Eric Dye. I'm Jeremy Smith. And I'm Phil Schneider. And you're listening to the 100th Church Mag Podcast. What am I saying here? Can we edit this out? Welcome to the Church Mag Podcast. Uh, Jeremy, do we have you? Yeah. He's sitting back and basking in the glow of our collective wisdom. Can you hear me? No? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. We can We can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah. All right, that's awesome. Can you feel us? <laughs> Can you feel? Eric, I was I was really holding back doing that exact same lyric. You were doing the same lyric. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. To the Batmobile. Let's go. I would rather buy my daughter a present because I love her and it's Tuesday than have to just backload the entire year on Christmas. Keep on fire! This week's podcast is brought to you by By the Book. By the Book offers several different combinations of church management software that will help serve your parishioners. Keep track and keep in touch with your members and be sure to take a look at By the Book's Kids Ministry Check-In System. Learn more at bythebook.com. That's by b y the book.com. On this episode, we ramble, reminisce, and talk about the future of the Church Mag podcast. If you want to join in and share your favorite Church Mag podcast moment or would like to ask a question or even recommend a future guest, simply use the hashtag CMAGCast. Now, let the fun begin. All right, welcome to the 100th Church Mag podcast. I can't believe that we've done 100 of these. Um, it just seemed like yesterday, Jeremy was like, hey, we should do a podcast. I'm like, no, we're not going to do a podcast. Fast forward. Okay, Jeremy, let's do a podcast. Let's do 100 of them. <laughs> I, I'm... Uh, Phil said before we started recording that he's surprised that we're, we're we're still at it. And while part of me is not surprised we're still at it because we've kind of taken the approach to podcasting that we have with blogging, that it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. The whole concept of doing uh, 100 episodes and finally feeling like we have a groove, it, when it comes to that aspect, I, I am pretty surprised. I like how you said that because my version of that is that we're just stubborn. And so we're going to go on even if nobody listens, which is something we talked about before is we would do this even if nobody listened. Well, I to me, like the idea of getting used to getting into a groove is cracks me up how like originally I like got our first season or season and a half, if you want to call it that, like our first maybe 25 episodes, we had a Google spreadsheet giving us topics and thoughts and whatnot. And now we're so used to doing this. We just get up, we just log on and just start talking. Right. Right now, sometimes we do try to plan. We do, but I feel like even when we plan, we never follow the plan anyway. <laughs> I know, I know. We like, like uh, what the beginning of the year, we had about a half a dozen um, ideas. They've since been deleted. <laughs> Something comes up, or or the night before, the night before, like Friday, Friday afternoon. I'm like, hey guys, ready for the podcast? Because what are we going to talk about? <laughs> I think a little behind the scenes kind of thing. The the best planned ones are the interview ones, and a lot of times people really love those as long as like it's not all interviews. At least my experience from hearing from people. And so it's like we're in a rush. We already have this recorded episode. Um, we just need to respond to it. We need to take some time out of our day. But Saturday morning when me and Phil are doing this and Eric's Saturday afternoon, let's just get a couple episodes going. Let's try to get ahead of this a little bit. Those planned episodes, I think, are great. Yeah, yeah. Or when we're, um, we're, we're doing an episode and something comes up and we're like, hey, let's talk more about that. On You know, uh, we, we invent it right there on the spot. Yeah, we've had a few, quite a few episodes where – 
we're basically just talking before we actually get started and that becomes the podcast yes yes that's happened a few times i i think that probably the best thing looking back over these past hundred episodes probably the best thing to have happen was last year when we decided that after after taking um, most of the month of December off, well, we kind of rebooted things again, that we decided that we would do it every week, no matter what. I think that that's, that's really when things really took a turn. Yep. Have, we, have we missed a week since then? No. That's right. The cereal's going every other week. We are every week. We are better than cereal. <laughs> Way better. The first probably 45 or so episodes, I would say, though, we experimented with about three different kinds of formats and styles and rhythm um, until we actually figured out what we wanted to do. So there is that. Yeah, it's uh, it was a rough time. <laughs> I wonder, I know that in the past we've done things and it's been, oh my goodness, this is so awesome. Everybody needs to do it, but we don't necessarily communicate how hard it is. Like social media, like blogging and stuff like that's, and I wonder if we've done that a little bit with podcasting of this is a great way of communicating your message and it, it doesn't have to be difficult. And it's not like video editing where you have to do shoot after shoot after shoot and it takes a lot of time. And so there's a lot of beauty in doing a podcast, but I wonder if we've undersold how much time Eric actually takes to do it, how much commitment this process can be and how, frustrating it can be sometimes to do a podcast yeah and you know there of course there's things like coordinating coordinating schedules and stuff like that and i see how some other people do podcasts as well and they have you know a, a closet in their house that they have soundproof and they have a really nice mic i've seen uh some guys with um you know a whole a whole rack stack of compression and you know, it it sounds, you know, really top-notch. And as an audio guy myself, I really appreciate that. But I didn't let that become a hindrance of us getting this podcast off the ground. I didn't say, oh, well, we need to have all this gear. We need to sound, have this particular sound. Our focus has always been kind of the, uh, just really our chemistry and our time hanging out with each other and talking and just, you know, off-the-cuff stuff. And it's just having fun. That's really foundationally what it's been about it hasn't been about the gear and it hasn't been about the sound i mean the truth of the matter is is that i'm recording my audio locally here not in a studio um and then on a second track i am recording google hangouts which has jeremy who's in colorado and we have phil in the middle of nowhere that's about right in, in the st louis area yeah, st louis area i'm definitely still in illinois Deep in the heart of trump country Pray for me, guys, for real. At first, we, we tried having, um, Jeremy, you recorded your audio locally, yeah. and then Phil recorded his audio locally, but it became so complicated. It really detracted from the actual podcast itself. What part of it was complicated in the sense from where you were editing? I know that you had said, eh, it's not really needed. What what was it from your end? Uh, from, my, from my end, sometimes the lower quality hides things, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> that's like it, it, that's like directors like resisting going is going to HD because standard def makes the actresses look better. I, it's true. There's there's some real truth in that because you know there can be like maybe some room ambience or some noise in the background or you know 
that can happen, you know, when you, when you have higher quality that probably the, the biggest thing that became uh, an issue with that was the time of getting the audio and syncing it up. And it was just easier to capture it. And then whenever I wanted to edit it, whether it be the day of, or it be two weeks later, whatever it may be, all I had to do is go and edit it. There was no, these extra steps of collecting all the pieces and bringing it together. And I just, the 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 trade off what just it the trade off wasn't worth it it was wasn't worth it that little bit more quality and quite frankly i don't know i mean uh we haven't gotten complaints about well we have had one complaint about the quality but beyond that uh it doesn't seem to have been an issue and maybe i'm wrong i don't know i mean you're not wrong cuz you're never wrong cuz you're the boss i think that <laughs> It's one of those things where people get something and then they want to be critical of that process. And I know I'm on, on my end. Um, I hear a ton of different Christian podcasts that are out there and it's like, okay, we're doing a lot of information stuff, but I personally don't read or listen to podcasts for the information piece of it only. Um, when I get a podcast that's not only interesting, but also entertaining, I'm sold for life on it as long as they keep that up. And there's a lot of ones out there that are dry that is just like, oh my goodness, keep moving. Come on, let's do something with this. And and so I can get really picky with that process and just be like, okay, it's not for me. And I just delete it. Even though it's really good information, it's just so linear in that process. And that's how my mind works. And I want to get away from that. So when I listen to this podcast, if I want information, I'll go on to a blog throw that stuff on a blog. That's great. But then the podcast I think is, and I don't know if we necessarily intentionally did that, but I feel like that's what we do really well with this podcast is that we are entertaining as well as maybe informative. Right. And you know, as far as the technical aspects go, I think saying that you won't listen to a podcast or you think less of a podcast because it doesn't sound a particular way or doesn't sound as good as you think it ought to sound or whatever is kind of like saying that you're not going to read Seth Godin's, Seth Godin's blog because he uses TypePad and not WordPress. Well, yes and no. I would say that the entertaining value, there's only so much time. And so you want to pick the best ones for you. And so if you're wanting to be entertained, that's a different thing than necessarily the, that part. Right. Yeah. It, and it's not that I don't, it clearly we care about production because I do take the time to edit this up. I mean, we are, we are in different areas. So there are delays oftentimes in what we're saying. And so as I edit, you know, if you ever th- listen to the podcast and be like, well, those guys have great timing. <laughs> realize realize that I edit for the timing because I know how it was how it's supposed to be sounding. It's just that you know the internet has delays sometimes. I was referring what you said as I don't want to read your blog because there's too many grammar mistakes. Probably not the best reason to read it to stop reading, but oh uh, okay okay. If that's your thing. I guess that's your thing because we do care about the quality. I mean, we we're you know I I go through the process of editing it and that sort of thing. So we do care about how it sounds. I don't want to get that impression. No, we definitely care care about quality. It's why I'm not allowed to talk that much. (laughs) (laughs) And as as much as this 100th podcast episode feels 
pretty uh, self-indulgent as we talk about ourselves in our podcast. I feel like it's nice to kind of share with everybody what's going on because Church Mag is about a community, and I like people being able to see what's going on behind the scenes and and what it really is about uh, because I think it's easy to get lost in the kind of the the flashiness that can uh, often come with online media i mean it's uh and i don't i don't know that anybody out there looks at us and like wow one day i want to be i want to be like church mag you know but yeah i don't think if you ever do or just think wow one day i want to be like church mag on my way to being like somebody else (laughs) then just understand that we're literally just guys sitting in three separate rooms on uh you know three separate in, in three separate time zones just talking into Google. That's basically it. One of us on Minecraft. Yeah, I'm, I'm currently in Evernote. <laughs> exactly. So if you guys thought back to your favorite, your one podcast episode that kind of stuck out for you guys, what would your episode be? Let's get let's get nostalgic. Yeah, I was trying to think of what's that TV show that's got Zach Morris and whatnot. Save by the Bell? Yeah. Let's get... Saved by the Bell Nostalgic, where we have the remembering waves and we're just we're going back in time. What would you guys say is your one moment, one nostalgic moment? I'm trying to think. A bit, the, like, I really enjoyed all the Christmas ones, but I'm trying to... I, I, I really enjoyed our Doctor Who episode, but everyone hated that one, I feel like. <laughs> From a production standpoint, um, my favorite one was the one where... Um, when we experimented having having Casey on the podcast, where Jeremy and Casey had an argument about Apple and stuff. Oh, I couldn't be on that week, and I remember listening to that while I was mowing the grass, and I was laughing so hard. Right, so I just, I like added all the Street Fighter effects in there. Yes, that was perfect. <laughs> yes, from an editing standpoint, that was probably one of my uh, favorites. From a content. Um, there's been several moments, like when we uh, talked about which Winnie the Pooh epi- uh, characters we were. That was hilarious. That was fun. Uh, we've had a few recently that where we accidentally podcasted that were a lot of fun. Oh, that was like the one on, like, um, was it cussing? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good our, one, Our too. dip into a little bit of blue comedy. Yeah, yes. Remember we used to do, like, the comic book corner kind of stuff? We did that for the- no, we, once. Once we did that. Once no. or twice. Uh, we did it. Yes. I can't remember. <laughs> we did the one about, yeah, Catwoman, and uh, that was a good yes. one. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking at the art artwork now. And by the way, the Winnie the Pooh, Doctor Who artwork was fantastic. Yes. Yes. Yes, it was. I like that um, behind the scenes that you had told us about how some of the just background mm, right. video gaming music has a lot more purpose than normal um, because I didn't first of all i don't listen to the podcast unless i'm not on it or we recorded it like months ago and so i think that was interesting just to have that thought going on of there's more to this episode these episodes than even we know about yeah yeah and so after i revealed that then i was editing the episode that's recur- that's going on this weekend where we interviewed with uh carl barnhill and i'm like oh crap mm. now i have to make it I'm like, oh, forget it. Uh, What's a music I haven't used? Uh, Hang on. Yeah, I'll use me. I'll I'll get it. I'll use something from Hang On. You know, the Sega 
motorcycle racing game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it's not it's not related whatsoever. But I knew I need I was going to need transition extra transition music between us and the interview. So then I had to kind of think, okay, well, it can't be just one clip. I'll need multiple clips. So I picked that. Mm-hmm. So it was like totally random. So after I revealed that, then it I'm like, okay, well here I go. Now it's totally <laughs> totally random. <laughs> <laughs> or oh a couple weeks ago phil in the episode said oh eric you should use some um uh the exodus bible video game music so that when yes you did that yes 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 it was awesome i i, I heard it i mean what why is this familiar this is from exodus yes <laughs> i was so happy so if anybody if anybody listening has a has a, a a favorite episode or or a favorite thing that happened or a favorite thing that they like about the podcast um leave us a comment use the cmag cast hashtag and share it with us and we'll talk about it on a future episode and if you have any critiques of the episode Shoot us an email. That way, you don't have to feel like you're slamming us in public. I don't hear him saying, "Shut up." <laughs> uh, Shoot us an email too. We're not going to check this in church mag. No, you can seriously send it to podcast at church mag because I know critiques can feel a little weird. Oh, somebody last week emailed me their question in an audio clip. So the next time, uh, next not next weekend, but the following weekend when we record a podcast, we can use his question as an AMA or AUA, ask us anything. A riddle me this, I guess is what we call it, uh, with his actual voice. So if you have a question of a topic that that you want us to talk about, or maybe a, a goofy um, question like what size of shoe does Phil wear, whatever it may be, you could record the audio with your computer and then email us the audio, and then that way we have your voice on the podcast, which would be kind of, which would be cool and a lot of fun. Wait, wait, he sent you his audio file? Yeah, he sent me an audio file of his question. That's, that, that's awesome. That's next level right there. Ah, uh, that's what I thought. In case, in case you're wondering, 14 double E. You... Sir Art Ogre. I tell you what, that is amazing. <laughs> it's really hard to find shoes. They're really expensive. I'm wearing a pair of shoes now that are, that are marginally comfortable and cost me $100. $100. Marginally comfortable for $100. My gosh. Were you like wear like red wing shoes or something? No, I wear a new balance because I'm so, I'm so tall. <laughs> I need to have shoes that are comfortable to stand in for five hours a day as a teacher. Incredible. You are like... <laughs> It's really, it's really, it's really cost prohibitive to be so tall. <laughs> Someday, if we have a team photo, it's going to be pretty hilarious. I'm just saying. <laughs> it, it'll be like, <laughs> it'll be like when Shaq meets Kevin Hart. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, I know some people like to, they use their, their, their faces for their, their logo, their podcasting logo and stuff. And I'm like, notice that we don't use our faces. <laughs> we don't want to subject them to that. We don't want to scare. We don't want to scare you. I think for me, if I picked my favorite episode, I think it would be somewhere between the episodes where we do have those ask me anything. I love those where we're just interacting with people and it's not necessarily somebody come up with content because let's be honest, people, I come up with most of the content for this. It's true. (laughs) It's true. It's true. So I can have an off day and be like, I I don't know guys, I got nothing because a hundred episodes, that's a lot of things to talk about and not to repeat them. But the other one was that no porn for me episode, the, where we talked about pornography and it was, uh, this is really important. And we're not just going to release it. And so we, that was like one of the first, 15 or 20 that we had recorded 
and we didn't release it for another 40 or 50 episodes because we wanted to have stuff in place to actually do something with. And, and so I think that was probably the most meaningful episode out of all of them for me of we're, we're, we're doing something with this. People are already in a Slack channel and we've got strategies and design and all that stuff going on that people don't even know about, but that we're actually, we had talked about it. We said we were going to do something about it and we are doing something about it. And moving forward with the podcast, um, just so people know, I would love for us to be able to get more interaction. We, we, we've, we've been trying to, and we have been, I mean, there's been some, there's been great iTunes reviews. We've had some great people replying, uh, to the church mag hashtag, um, you know, whether it just be giving us a shout out, like we've, we, uh, the Carl Barnhill interview, we had quite a few, um, uh, people commenting on on that interview using the using the hashtag uh but then you know i just got the email with somebody had their audio clip asking the question it would be great if we had even more of that kind of stuff so i would just love to see the podcast be able to creatively create even more interaction than what we than what we already have because like you said it's those it's those those riddle me this ask me anything kind of episodes that we enjoy the most and i just love i love the just the the interaction on a, on a new level it's a lot of fun to me so they want more interviews or they want more ask me anything i don't know what people want they have to tell us i mean that audio clip that you had i think i think we we need to go steve jobs and tell them what they want no 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 Mm -hmm. yeah uh (laughs) (laughs) um he he had a well just tease it a little bit i think it was john wilkerson who sent it or wilkinson something like that uh john sent it and um it was a question basically saying like we had addressed some volunteer stuff and it was really from the perspective of bigger churches. And he was curious about, you know, how, you know, what, how we would, uh, what we would say for people with smaller churches and stuff like that. Um, and so it was a great follow-up question to an episode that we had already done and which was, which was pretty cool. So in that regard, it kind of, you know, perpetuates the, the overarching conversation that that that's going on since we ended up having so many episodes in a row about volunteers. I think also the idea of interviews, we have tons of people we can do an interview. It's more of a, we need to schedule and we need to line them up. And so it's more of a, who do we pick first kind of mentality. And so if people have interests that they want us to consider doing, it's just a matter of who do you, who would you guys like to see on the podcast as opposed to do more interviews. That's kind of a given, at least from our standpoint, it's who do you want to have? Right. And we want to be careful about our interviews uh, because I, I think some podcasts that that's they're interview driven, those can actually get, a, they can sometimes be a little boring uh, and we don't want to do that either. So I would say that if there was somebody you want to interview or that let's say you want to interview them. Let's say there's somebody that you'd like to see interviewed and you have like three questions you're dying to know. Email us and ask us. We will interview them and we will ask your questions. So give us your questions for uh, President Obama and we will get right on that. Okay. We will get on it. He won't have much to do after. No, he won't have much to do after next January. So we'll get, we'll get a hold of him. We, and if we can't get a hold of him, we'll find a great impersonator. Or Phil will do it. One of the two. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm working on it. Phil's, Phil's our voice talent. Because he's got a, he's got a very na- nice cadence to his voice. Give us a preview. 
No, because I have to go work on his tone. I can do the cadence, but he's got a he's got a very like a deep voice, but it's down a rattly deep. And I'm I'm my voice is kind of murky, so I have to raise my voice up a little bit to do his in my head. <laughs> Magnus, that Phil Schneider, the man of many voices. Send your copay PayPal. We'll we'll have to we'll have to have Sean on soon. Once you let him in, you won't get him out. Sean Lacey. You've already done that with uh, Chris, and you saw how that ended. Yeah, because we can't risk him <laughs> getting anybody else sick. I think I think the interesting thing is is we've done this for a hundred episodes, and it's kind of like blogging, where you if you start your own blog, it's. I got I got something to say. I'm going to say it. I got something to say. I'm going to say it. I got something to say. I'm going to say it. Okay, I've had something to say and I've said it. Now what? And you kind of hit that content stall, and and so where do you go from there? I don't necessarily think that we've had that difficulty with the podcast. We certainly had to think about what we want to talk about, but it's I don't know if that's because of our blogging roots and just constantly thinking about what can what else can we blog about but we've always had something to podcast about now even as we're sitting here at the 100th episode i can think of another 15 episodes for the next three months that we could do without even trying and i wonder what do you guys feel that as well like it's kind of easy to come up with content okay no see that's why you come up with all the the topic ideas jeremy because phil and i are sitting thinking you could think of 15 more things we can't think of anything am i thinking is jeremy i don't i can't plan content but i just love how we just get on here and content just happens well and it's not even playing the content it's playing topics that's how i'm seeing it yeah i get i get that yeah but i can't i eric and i can't think fourth dimension like that okay <laughs> so we just show up and all of a sudden it happens i feel like i i feel more like the um cat herder of the podcast phil tells the stories and Jeremy brings all the pushback. It's true. And then there's times where the cats revolt. I'm interested in what you guys think of. We kind of have those personalities. And some of it is developed um, because I never, if you knew me in high school and you said, oh, he's going to be the guy that pushes back on this podcast, I would walk away and not talk to you again because you're making me uncomfortable. Um, and I feel like now you make that, all of us uncomfortable. Wonder <laughs> yeah. with the podcast, do you guys feel like you've developed personally from this process at all, or is it just again just me? Uh, I, I've tried recording um, two other podcasts with just with just myself, and um, yeah, I think I've, I've gotten better at leading a conversation. Um, buddy of mine just started a, a new podcast together about about. Um, politics and it's it's everything you start is rough going because you're you're getting your footing and figuring out your format like like our first 45 episodes but uh i i do feel like um I, i've learned to um to i'm getting better at not monologuing i'm getting better at responding and mm-hmm. prompting prompting conversation i'm not great at it but I'm, I'm i'm learning i think it's what i've probably enjoyed the most about this is for those that read Church Mag to be able to hear us, and to me it gives it gives everyone an extra dimension and angle to see you know who who we are and what we're like because you know you can read you can read Phil's post 
it posts and be like, oh my gosh, he's a, he's a writing genius, right? And they listen to me on here and like, he's a big idiot. <laughs> he is so funny, right? And like, it, it just gives us all an extra, you know, angle to share with everybody. And uh, it gives us an opportunity to kind of, I don't know, just show show another aspect of not only who we are, but what Church Mag is. And it's been great for even creating more content for Church Mag and vice versa. Um, it's been, you know, all in all, it's been a, great to be able to spend time with you guys and, and for for us to get to know each other better. Um, just the, the whole thing has been, has been great. Kind of like you said, you've said before, Jeremy, about like, you know, even if we were recording it, we would still like doing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think for me, whenever I went into this podcast, I don't think I've ever said this to anybody, but my goal with this was just to try to figure out, I'm all about the mentality of making small steps for yourself and to multi-purpose things. And so I'm not just going to blog for the sake of blogging. I'm going to blog because I want to get a little bit of money because we get paid for that and try to influence the church and make sure that we're having great conversations. But then also a very selfish standpoint of I'm a terrible writer and I've always admitted that I'm um, my second language is English and I feel very uncomfortable with that process. And so part of blogging initially was let's try to figure out how to write better. And then, podcasting is I'm not an eloquent speaker. I'm no Phil Schneider. And so how in the world can I do this? Oh my goodness. I, I, but I mean it though. I'm not that great at this process and I want to be able to figure it out. And I feel like even if nobody listened to this and we weren't having hundreds and thousands of downloads, that I would, I'm still happy with where we're at because I feel like I can be more eloquent now. And, And same thing with all the video stuff I do. I feel like I can do that stuff a little bit more because just the process and repetition and trying to go forth with it. Yeah. And I've edited, I've done digital audio editing for many, 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 many years. I started in radio many, 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 many years ago. And so being able to edit this podcast is really nice because uh, it's reminiscent. It keeps my skills fresh. Um and so I've, I know I enjoy that a lot because I'm with you, Jeremy. I don't feel like I'm a very good writer. Well, I know I'm not a very good writer. And so when I do this, it's like, oh, you know, I know how to edit, right? I know how to do this. This feels good. Were you, when you did all the editing for the radio, did you, were you ever on this side of the mic? No, no, I was never on this side of the mic. So this is even there, new game for you. Yeah, it is a new game. And it's, it's to that degree, it's enjoyable. Um, because I have heard it done for a very, very long time. Um, plus I've, you know, in college I did speech com. I do like public speaking. And so it's, uh, it's all, all in all, this is a real fun outlet for me. I get to do my, my fun creative editing, you know, almost every, every episode, my, my family knows that they have to listen to any kind of special editing, whether it be the opening or you know, some goofy thing that we throw in, they they know that they have to listen to it because I have to show somebody. <laughs> I, I love the idea of you printing out the uh, um, an image of the waveform and hanging it on the fridge. <laughs> like, like, guys, this frequency wave is amazing. I sculpted this thing out of, like, raw clay. <laughs> and you get an A on it, and so you hang it up on the fridge. Yay. <laughs> 
That does it for the 100th Church Mag podcast. If you have something to say, be sure to use the hashtag CMagCast. Tell us why you love Church Mag. And to celebrate our 100th episode, if you could leave us an iTunes review, that would be awesome. Until next week. I'll be interested to see what people say as far as their favorite stuff. Yep, definitely. Hopefully, people. Somebody responds. I, I like how after after like we have that one good joke, we all like talking our regular voices. We know, okay, we're done now. <laughs> that, joke, <laughs> that joke will end it. All right. The Church Mag Podcast is proudly hosted on Buzzsprout.com. I'll be editing. I'll be like, "Where's the end of this thing at?" Alright guys, I guess we'll do another podcast. Are we gonna have to edit the part about you talking about voodoo? I'm not endorsing it or anything. Oh, putting this in the blooper reel without context would be amazing. Every podcast should have a laugh track. So, wait, should, should I be your edit man? Oh, <laughs> I one of those laughs for five minutes. Okay, we're deleting all of that. Please, especially the Ed McMahon laugh I did. If that is an invitation to use the Ed McMahon laugh, I don't know what is. <laughs> This is a Touch Mag Production.